You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Nick Wagner of ESPN, a human being, damn it, who, by the way, speaking of being down on acquisitions, Nick, it felt very much like um, like you were thinking Baker Mayfield to the 49ers was was not a good idea. Is that fair? What do you think about that idea? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't know that it's a bad idea. I just think that I, I I wanted to put out the information so that people understand that Baker Mayfield hasn't played well in quite a while, and um, the numbers are what the numbers are. So uh, people are allowed to draw whatever conclusions they want. But I, I think the thing you have to look at here is is uh, it needs to be understood right off the bat that if Baker Mayfield were to come to San Francisco, he would be the backup. This is going to be Brock Purdy's opportunity here. So the question then becomes, is it worth having Baker Mayfield around as the backup? And there's argument to be made for that. I'm not going to sit here and act like there's not. Uh, I also think that if you look at what Baker Mayfield has done, he's played in a similar a Shanahan-adjacent offense in, in Cleveland with Kevin Stefanski, so there's some knowledge there. But it's also a whole different thing to come and learn terminology and, and verbiage and all those those types of things, and Josh Johnson does at least have a little bit of an advantage that way, um, and we know that Josh Johnson can already fit in with this team because he's done it before, so um, I, I don't necessarily know that I was against the move or for the move. I don't really have an opinion on that one way or the other. Um, I, I just think that I'm not sure Baker Mayfield at this point, and given that this late in the season, would be able to come in and make a difference uh, for the 49ers if they needed him to. What about the character side of it? Because it seemed like in Cleveland he didn't exactly ingratiate himself in the locker room and Carolina worked out the way that situation worked out. Is the Niners clubhouse or the, the locker room culture strong enough to, to have Baker come in and be absorbed? Yeah, I mean, I think it's very strong. The question is, how would he fit in there and how do you guys feel about him? I mean, we know that Nick Bosa doesn't care for him, um, but I can't sit here and say I know how other people feel. You know, Christian McCaffrey is a guy who played with him, so he would have a much better idea of uh, kind of where Baker Mayfield is and how he would fit into a locker room. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they asked Christian uh, those questions and seeing how he thought he might fit in, although Christian hasn't been in San Francisco long himself. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's, it's hard to sit here and say because I don't know Baker Mayfield, and, and you know, you, you read stories and hear stories, but um, I do think the 49ers have a very strong locker room, and they could take on a lot of personalities, and I'm sure there's guys who um, – you know, maybe even worse than Baker that they could they could they could take on or whatever. And again, I, I don't want to pass personality judgment on the guy because I don't know him at all. Uh, but I, but I do think the 49ers could could take him on if they wanted to. But it, you know, also going to what Kyle Shanahan yesterday said, it certainly didn't sound like someone who was super eager to add Baker Mayfield or even put in a claim on him. I don't know that they're not doing that, uh, but he didn't sound like someone who was ready to make that move either. Nick Wagner, ESPN, covering the 49ers with us here, Willard and Dibbs, 95-7 the game. Okay, Nick, I understand this 49er organization loves Jimmy Garoppolo and respects him for everything that, that, that he's been through and certainly injuries hit Differently in a locker room, there's a lot of emotion there. But somewhere down the list of their reactions, is there a tiny bit of relief that they're now not going to get stuck in a really bad financial conversation at the end of the year if Jimmy had played and gotten all the way to late January or February? Are you asking me if there's a bit of relief that they're not going to the Super Bowl? <laughs> uh, no, no, no. But I guess the relief is, let's say that Jimmy again goes on a deep playoff run yeah. 
And then there's all this pressure to bring him back when we know that 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 was not the plan and they have not financially made room for that. It was going to lead to a difficult spot for them, wasn't it? Yeah, it would, but I would I would say this. Uh, we, we call it the difficult spot, but I think it's one that they would have gladly embraced if it came with a deep playoff run. You know, I, I, I heard the conversation many times, like, what happens if Jimmy Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl? How are the 49ers going to pay him? Don't you think that's a problem that they would have openly embraced more than happily? Uh, that's the whole goal in this, is to win the Super Bowl. So uh, I, I don't know that there's relief there. It's it's a it's really interesting dynamic, Mark, because if you look at this, you could make the argument that Jimmy Garoppolo is more likely to come back to the 49ers now uh, because of this injury. You could you could say that. You know, his price tag has probably dropped because again he's going to be in a situation huh. where he's rehabbing, and we don't know how long he's going to be out. But is he going to miss off-season program? Because that was one of the things that held people back uh, from pursuing him this past off-season that he wasn't going to be there in the spring and start uh, learning the playbook and those types of things. The other side of that coin, though, guys, is you could make the argument the 49ers at this point might just say, okay, we just can't keep going down this road because this is three times in five years that we've tied at least some of our season to this guy, and we cannot count on him to stay healthy. So those are going to be the things that they have to discuss, and um, I don't I don't know that it makes it any easier. It does from the financial standpoint to your, to your point, Mark, but overall I think it makes it maybe even a little bit more confusing because they're going to have to figure out do they still want to bring Jimmy back? And if they don't, who are the alternatives? If they do, what, are, what is the cost of that? And, and what other steps do they have to take to make sure that they're okay at quarterback next year? Lost in all this is Trey Lance and his stifled development, his inability to showcase what he can and can't do. Have, have you gotten any sense that the organization has any clarity in terms of where they see Trey Lance going into next year? I would say this. I would just say that I would be very surprised if the 49ers don't make a significant addition at quarterback in the offseason, whether that's retaining Jimmy Garoppolo or pursuing another veteran of some sort. And um, a lot of that stems from kind of the same conversation that we're having about Jimmy Garoppolo, where it is a function largely of can they stay healthy. In Trey's case, to your point, is we don't know what kind of player he is when healthy, so that's a double layer to it. But um, the injury factor is a huge part of this and the 49ers again they have a roster that they believe is Super Bowl caliber and Super Bowl ready uh, so who are they going to tie that wagon to at quarterback so I, I think in terms of Trey Lance there are a lot of unanswered questions maybe definitely more so than, than really any other quarterback in the league you could argue um, but they know what they have with the rest of the roster and so they're not going to just go in next season blindly hoping that Trey Lance is going to be able to carry the freight for them I don't believe that's going to happen now Brock Purdy could maybe surprise us. You know, maybe something crazy happens with Brock Purdy, and that gives them a little bit of stability. But um, I think a lot of people would be surprised if he played that well, um, that it just, you know, kind of solidified things here over the next five weeks. Okay, that's interesting right there. Let's let's hear more about that, Nick. Take us through the Brock Purdy experience from beginning till now. What does the organization actually think about him? What did they think about him in training camp? And, and 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 what do you the, what do they think he can handle now? Yeah, the two things that jump out that one number one that Kyle Shanahan mentions nearly every time he brings up Brock Purdy is the experience, the amount of games and snaps that he took in college. He's a four year starter at Iowa State, so you could say there's very little that he hasn't seen. Now, 
that's just in terms of scheme. That doesn't mean that when you put those scheme with the NFL players on it that he's ready for it. That's a, that's a whole different level, but he at least knows what he's looking at, understands checks and cans and uh, hot reads and all those kinds of things that come with playing quarterback in the league. So they feel like he is uh, going to be able to adapt on that side of things very quickly. The other thing that keeps coming up with him uh, when you talk to people either in the building or out of the building about him is his guts, just how tough he is. He's fearless out there. He's not afraid to put the ball in tight windows. We saw that the other day uh, a few times, uh, scarily so, but uh, squeezed a couple into Debo Samuel and kept drives moving and things like that. So um, those are those are the things that I think they like about him and dating back to when they brought him in were the things that jumped out about him. In terms of the, the drawbacks and the downside, he's obviously not the biggest guy. He's a, he's a good but not great athlete, um, probably more in the Nick Mullins-like uh, you know, kind of realm in that term. And then also... Um, just doesn't have great arm talent. He's not going to be someone who wows you with his ability to throw a fastball um, into a tight window or throw a 60-yard bomb or, or anything like that. So those are going to be kind of the drawbacks, the limitations there and uh, compared to some of what they think his strengths are and where they think he can lead them. Nick, great stuff, man. Great, great to have you here on a big week. Thanks so much for doing it. You got it, guys. Take care. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fees 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 